Time for another edition of Woody versus Gorney, our week four picks. Gorney on the year. Boy, it's tightening up. You've actually taken the lead. Gorney 44 and 26 against the spread after going 15 and 7 last week. Holy cow. I was 11 and 11 last week, 500. So I'm 43 and 27. So Gorney with a one game lead, but we're locked in. Let's get right into them, Gorney. Number 20, Florida, which I can't believe they're number 20 at number 11, Tennessee. Huge number here as the Vols are big time favorites. Uh, the number has, has moved around a little bit. There's a 10 and a half, I think, is what it's at right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, history is certainly on Florida's side here. They've won, I believe, 16 of the last 17 in this matchup straight up. So things are a little different, though, with this Tennessee team. They're not rumbling around and bumbling and messing everything up. And Josh Heupel's very, very good. But I think this number is too high. This is an inflated number for a Tennessee home game with Tennessee looking very good and hoping that everyone has forgotten uh, that they sort of, you know, stumbled against Pitt and didn't look so, so hot and unstoppable. Florida not looking phenomenal in recent weeks. I'm going to take Florida here. I think this is too many points, especially with the hook. The hook makes me think that Tennessee wins by two touchdowns. Um, but history is on Florida's side. I definitely like this Tennessee team, um, but I think Florida is a very decent football team as well. Ten and a half, too many points. I'm going to take the Gators. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think it's too many points in a rivalry game. I mean, this is not, you know, F- Florida has not looked great, but as we know, sometimes with these Florida teams, uh, and I'm not just talking about the Gators. I'm talking about Florida State. I'm talking about Miami. Players with a lot of players from Florida, they love these spotlight games, and they almost sort of bring a different intensity. So, I love Tennessee's one of my favorite teams to watch. Unfortunately, these lines have not allowed me to really pick them. I I picked Pitt in that game because the line was too high. I just think for a rivalry game, this one's too high. And I think I've seen a lot of Vols fans. Oh, is is the is DJ Irons better than (laughs) Anthony Richardson? Florida is just, you know, Mizzou and Gators helmets. So it's like a long, get a little nervous about that, that mindset. I think it's going to be an amazing atmosphere, huge recruiting weekend for the Vols too. So uh, that should be a fun one, but yeah, I'm going to take Florida. I like Tennessee to win, but that's too many points. Next up, number five, Clemson going to Wake Forest as a seven point favorite. High number, Gorney. Yeah. Seven point favorite. The public loves Clemson in this game, Um, but Wake Forest can put up points. Wake Forest can score and Clemson, hasn't really been able to just move up and down the field like they want. Seven is a very low number though. So I try to try to bet against the public because that's how the lights stay on in Vegas. I'm going to take Wake Forest here. I could see a 35-31 kind of game. I'm going to go Demon Deacons, although I might regret this one because Clemson, Clemson's defense is something like Wake Forest has not seen yet this season. Yeah, I, I've just been disappointed in Clemson's offense. I mean, this almost reminds you of those Alabama teams from like the mid-2010s where it's yeah. like their defense is incredible. They have eight NFL players on defense, but the offense just uninspiring to me so far. And they really struggled last week, Louisiana Tech. I expect them to blow them out, and they did by the end. But, I mean, it was a lot closer than you'd think for long stretches of that game. So, Seven points on the road. I know Wake Forest, you know, doesn't have a tremendous home field advantage. I'm sure there'll be a ton of Clemson fans there, but I don't know. I'm going with the slow mesh. Uh, <laughs> oh, the, the beautiful slow mesh off uh, zone reads. 
was it with Brian Brzee just tackling both players? Right. <laughs> yeah, just hugging them. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still going to take uh, Wake Forest to cover that. I like Clemson to win, but I could see it being a close game. Uh, next up, Arkansas, uh, Texas A&M. They play this one in Jerry's World, of course. Gorney, uh, the Aggies, a two-point favorite. Yeah, and I think this is off name recognition. Um, you know, Arkansas is having a very good season. I think Sam Pittman has done an incredible job there. Uh, and AM, you know, credit to their defense for what they did last weekend against Miami. Uh, but that offense is just not clicking yet. Um, this, I think this is, this is a game that I'm going to steer clear of in my personal life because it just could go either way because Arkansas could be pretty good. I think I'm going to take the Aggies though. And I don't, I just, I'm just getting the sense that these close games, uh, Jimbo Fisher has been there before. This is, you know, a defense that is very, very good that Arkansas has not seen yet. I think it could go either way. I think Arkansas is going to have a very good season, but I'm going to take the Aggies. Yeah. I'm going to take um, the Aggies as well. This one is tricky. I've been a big fan so far this season of Arkansas. And then I don't know what happened last week in the Bobby Petrino bowl. That was ugly. They're sweating that one the whole time. But I think, I don't know. I just think they're going to be running the ball a ton. And I think Texas A&M's, you know, defensive line, almost like they did against Miami. It's just too, too many bodies that they can send. And I just don't think the passing game is dynamic enough. So uh, give me the Aggies. Next up, Wisconsin at Ohio State, a huge number, 18 and a half points here going. Yeah, huge number. Um, and, you know, Wisconsin, giving Wisconsin this many points, especially because they're probably going to go in there and try to make it as slow as, as humanly possible. Um, I don't know. This is a lot of points makes too many points makes me think it's not enough. I'm taking the Buckeyes. Uh, it could be 28, three. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm going to take Ohio state in this game. I just don't know if Wisconsin has the athletes, Ohio state's going to score. And, and I just don't know if Wisconsin has the athletes to hang with Ohio state's receivers all game long. Yeah, I kind of thought that too, but I, obviously Wisconsin struggled with Washington state and they lost that game. But 18 and a half is too much for me. Ohio State has not been as dominant as I expected so far. I know they've had some injuries, but that's a weird number. Like you said, you know, 42 to 24, you know, that doesn't cover. So uh, I think Wisconsin, yeah, takes some air out of the ball. So give me the Badgers uh, in that one. I like them to cover. Uh, Next up, Kansas State going to Oklahoma. Kansas State had a lot of success in this rivalry the past few years. Oklahoma, 13-point favorite. This is one where the public is completely on Oklahoma, like nine out of every 10 bets, basically. Man, but I don't know. Uh, 13 seems like a low number. It's also a tricky number. It seems like Vegas is trying to bait people into Oklahoma. So I'm going to take Kansas State. I I don't love the team, and and I don't love the spot, and I think Brent Venables kind of wants to get some uh to get some re- you know payback for a Kansas State program that didn't hire him as head coach. I'm going to take Kansas State though. I I might regret this big time down the road and Adrian Martinez is their quarterback which guarantees probably one or two turnovers. But I, I just I just think it's going to be closer 31-21 um and that's kind of how I'm gonna, I see it. Yeah, I'm taking Oklahoma. I texted uh Kansas State alum Rob Cassidy earlier in the week and said, I just, you know, because Kansas State fans are, I, I had Tulane last week. That was a, on my real world picks. Uh, and I, boy, I love that one at 14 points. They end up winning outright. 
Yeah. I just think, I, you know, bet you bet on Adrian Martinez at your own peril. We saw Skylar Thompson go in the NFL and look great, and I kind of think he might have covered up more than we thought uh, for, for Kansas State over the years, and I know they had success against Lincoln Riley, but Lincoln Riley's gone. So I, I could see this one being close in the first half, but I think uh, – I think Oklahoma, you know, ends up blowing the doors off them in the second half. That offense is just uh, so powerful. So uh, next up, Texas going to Texas Tech, a tricky matchup, tricky line. Texas Tech, a six and a half point home underdog. Yeah, and this is another one. The public absolutely loves Texas here, which scares me. Lubbock is a tough place to play. Always a tricky place. You know, remember when Texas Tech upset Texas there years ago? (sighs) Man, I... Everything tells you to take Texas Tech here. Um, they're coming off a road loss at NC State. I'm going to take Texas Tech with the points. Another one that I might regret because Texas might just be a far better football team. Yeah, I'm going to take Texas. I, I sort of I, I was on Texas Tech last week at NC State. I was kind of disappointed with with how they played there, and I just think yeah, maybe they were looking ahead to this one. I know this is a, a fierce rivalry. I know Texas is banged up, especially after that Oklahoma game, but. Uh, I just don't think – I think the talent is not quite there at uh, Texas Tech. We know they got a bunch of great evaluators that they just brought into the staff. So, you know, maybe in years to come. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the uh, – <laughs> I'm going to take the Longhorns. A little inside joke there for uh, me and Corny. Baylor going to Iowa State. Iowa State should be ranked. I know I usually make fun of Iowa State. They're a 3-0. I think they should totally be ranked. Uh, and they're a three-point home favorite. Yeah, this could be one of those grind-out 7-3 type games going into the fourth quarter. I'm going to take the home team here. I'm going to side with the, with Matt Campbell and the home team. <clears throat> I don't think they're better, but you know it's going to be a pretty good environment in Ames. Uh, I'm going to take the three. It's basically a pick 'em, so I'll take Iowa State minus three. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Baylor. Um, I know they lost that game to BYU. That was a, a tough one. We're going on the road again here, but. Uh, I don't know. I just think I, I never believe in Iowa State. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an Iowa State hater historically. So, uh, yeah, give me the Bears. Next up, uh, Maryland going to Michigan. Michigan has 16 and a 16.5 point favorite. Yeah, this is one where I, you know, Michigan to me still in my brain is the Harbaugh early years where he would just try to grind it out and win like Bo Schembechler used to. And, used to wear the headset where he'd have the guy holding the wire like it was 1982 and he tried to bring that back and it didn't work and now he's trying to blow the doors off of people i think he's trying to score as many points as he can i think he's a little perturbed by people questioning his move to jj mccarthy and all those kinds of things i think i could see a shootout happening here which is why i don't like 16 and a half but i also think the michigan defense is good i'm going to take michigan and lay the points uh, yeah, I'm going to do the same. I'm tired of doubting Michigan. Uh, I know they haven't played exactly a murderer's row, but, I mean, their offense has been incredible. And I think – I didn't know if Harbaugh would have, you know, the uh, intestinal fortitude to uh, make the move. You know, we saw Dabo do it with Kelly Bryant, switching to Trevor Lawrence. We saw Saban do it when he when he went with two over Hurts. I didn't know if, if Harbaugh could do that. He ends up making the right move, I think, here – even though even though McNamara led him to the playoff, McCarthy's got the higher ceiling. And uh, I know Maryland can score, but, I mean, you know, Talia uh, Tungavailoa makes a, throws a lot of interceptions, makes a lot of mistakes. So uh, I like Michigan here to win big. Uh, Kent State at number one, Georgia. Only a 42-point line <laughs> seems low. <laughs> I don't care. It honestly does. And I don't care anymore. I'm taking – 
I used to have a rule in betting that you would always take Alabama every week. Um, it was sort of like an insurance bet because most of the times the number could just not get high enough. I don't care. I'm taking Georgia. What they did last weekend against South Carolina, what it, it didn't even look like two SEC teams on the same field. So I think Georgia could cover this line by halftime and then cruise. Uh, it could be 45 nothing at halftime, and, and the final score could be 45 nothing. I just don't see how Kent State does anything against that defense, which might even be better than last year. Yeah, Kent State's just played a murderer's row. I know last week they they played Long Island or whatever, but I mean their schedule has just been brutal. They, these guys are going to want to just get in, get out, get the school, the money, and be yeah, on their way. And like you said, Georgia's in the Alabama zone. Line can't be line cannot be too high. Forty two. I mean, they beat Oregon forty nine to yeah. three. Right. You know what I mean, so I think as they could score as long as they want, and honestly, they might want to get some of the backups uh, some action. You've got to remember, this is the portal era. So guys who are not playing as much, especially on a team like Georgia that's loaded with talent, they're going to want to get in and, and put on put on some film too. So uh, I'm going to take the dogs to cover, even though it's a huge number. Central Michigan at Penn State. Penn State a 14-point favorite. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think that number is right, though, because I see 28. So 28? Oh, no. Let me, let me double yeah. check. That one. Either way, talk. I'm taking Penn State. Yeah. Uh, Central Michigan is actually not a horrible football team and they can run the ball, which concerns me because they probably want to lower things, uh, you know, take time off the clock. But I think this Penn State team is rolling. I, I don't think they're going to come out of that Auburn win overconfident and not focused. And But there is always that week in State College where they win a game 21-10 and it just looks ugly. But I don't think that's this team. I think Franklin has these guys rolling. I'm going to take Penn State in this game. It is 28, you were right, and I actually had – I still was picking Central Michigan at 14. I just got two more touchdowns. <laughs> so, That's a perfect number then. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Central Michigan, like you said. There. We're bound for an ugly game where there's a bunch of field goals or whatever, and it's like 16 to 3 or whatever. So uh, I'm going to take Central Michigan. Next up, uh, Middle Tennessee going to Miami. Miami, a 27-point favorite. Huge, huge number in my opinion. Yeah, which is uh, it is definitely a big number, and Miami might want to lick their wounds after last weekend against Texas A&M, where the offense was not clicking, and Tyler Van Dyke was asked about, you know, not hitting some open receivers, and he might be mad about that. I think Middle Tennessee State covers. The public loves Middle Tennessee State in this game, which I don't like, but so does the money. So the money's following them. I think twenty-seven is just too high. Thirty-five, ten, Miami. I'll I'll still think that goes under the number yeah i agree miami's a little beat up like you said mtsu is not exactly uh you know the most stout team but we looked at southern miss went in there and covered a couple of weeks ago and i just think the way they run the ball so much miami's happy to kind of take the air out of the ball when they get up by a few scores and uh i'm taking mtsu tulsa going to number 16 old miss old miss a 21 and a half point favorite yeah the old miss is that team this year for me that Vegas still hasn't gotten and still puts the number too low. So uh, Tulsa can throw it around. Um, but I I, I kind of see this game playing out like Ole Miss Georgia Tech last weekend, where that Ole Miss defense is actually pretty legit this season. The offense is still coming together but can score. I'm going to take Ole Miss here, 21 and a half. That hook makes me think Vegas wants you to take Tulsa, which means I'm taking Ole Miss. Yeah, historically, I've, I've really liked Tulsa's uh, defense. Uh, 
And so I could see them giving uh, problems to Ole Miss early. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Rebels to cover that. One game we were supposed to do earlier, I skipped over Oregon at Washington State. Some people thought this would be a college game day destination. Uh, no chance. They were, you know, Washington State got their one uh, charity thing for having the flag every week. They're six-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. This is a kind of a, an interesting one, Gorney. Yeah, this is an interesting game, and and Oregon, you know, I think is still living a little bit off of uh, their reputation is living off of that pulverization from Georgia in the opener. But they looked good against BYU, uh, and I don't think this is a trap game or anything like that going to Pullman. Washington State went to Wisconsin and won that game, but that was because Wisconsin was so much slower and Washington State could cover. Oregon is a different kind of animal. Um, this is one of those games that might be a trap game, honestly, but I think Dan Lanning has his team kind of rolling a little bit. I'm going to take Oregon to win pretty comfortably here. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Ducks as well. They actually, you know, they they took out Bo Nix midway through the third quarter when they were up, I think, like 35-7 to 7 or 38-7, to 7, I might have been. And then all of a sudden they had a bunch of mistakes, an interception and a fumble, and they lost like 40 yards. And then it was like made it look like it was more of a game. They put Knicks back in. I think it's pedal to the metal this week. If Knicks doesn't make mistakes, I mean, you know, they look pretty good offensively. They actually did move the ball early in that Georgia game too, if you remember. Yeah. And then it was Bo yeah. Nix making bad interceptions. So uh, Georgia is <laughs> unstoppable. So yeah. I'm throwing out. I'm forgetting that game, like you said. I'm taking that as a as a with a grain of salt. I do like what I've seen from Washington State, but yeah, I think uh, this one's going to be tough, especially because I I just don't think their offense has been as good as we've expected so far. Uh, next up, Northern Illinois going to Kentucky. Kentucky a twenty six and a half point favorite. And that's a lot of points, and this is my my favorite kind of game, where the public is on one side, the money's on the other. I'm going to take Northern Illinois. I think Kentucky wins the game. I think it's comfortable. I don't think this is all that exciting. But if they score, you know, one touchdown, Kentucky has to get to 35. I just, you know, if they get to 10, 13, 14 points, that gets out of control for Kentucky to get into the 40s. Um, I'm going to take Northern Illinois not to win, not to even make it all that exciting. I just think it's too many points. Yeah, Kentucky's still very young on offense. I think their offense might be more explosive by the end of the year than it is now, especially with Will Levis at quarterback. But yeah, I'm going with uh, NIU to cover that. Uh, it's just, just too many points for me, especially because we've seen Kentucky kind of start slow. Uh, Vanderbilt going to Alabama, Alabama, a 41 and a half point favorite. Yeah. My rule continues. I'm picking Alabama. This looks like way too many points. That means it's 49, seven. Uh, I'm taking Alabama. I think they want to open things up. It, Nick Saban's going to sell the SEC game thing. Uh, Vandy is, is a better team under in, in the second year under Clark Lee, but they're not there yet. I think Alabama opens it up and wins big. Yeah, I'll take Alabama. and I might take the over, too, because uh, with A.J. Swan, a quarterback, Vanderbilt didn't look too bad. Uh, our boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, UConn going to NC State. NC State, a 39-point favorite. Yeah, you know, I had NC State last week against Texas Tech. I was happy I did. 39 and a half is a lot of points. Man, I'll take UConn in this game. I, I know I think NC State's actually a pretty good football team, but that's a ton of points. UConn has been embarrassed enough. Um, you know, Michigan really put it on them and, and never held back in that game. 
Now they have to go on the road to NC State, and 39 doesn't look like enough. But I, I don't know. I'll take UConn and probably regret it. I'm going to take NC State just because uh, I'm tired of picking – I'm tired of picking UConn. I didn't realize they were down to their third-string quarterback, which I had no idea yeah. uh, until I read an article about it this week. So, <laughs> sorry. I thought they were playing that to the Penn State transfer. It turns out he got hurt in the first game. So, it would have yeah. been nice for me to know that uh, headed into that Michigan game. Uh, next up, number seven, USC at Oregon State. Oregon State should probably be ranked, too. I, I, I think we would have had this one earlier in the show. Uh, only a six-point home underdog, though, an, an interesting one. Yeah, this is an interesting one, and USC has traditionally had some trouble in Corvallis. Man, and this might be making me look like the biggest square of all time because that number looks way too low, but I'm taking USC until they prove me wrong. I think Lincoln Riley has these guys completely rolling. I, I actually think they're a playoff-level team, and it's not. And, and I get it. USC is really disappointed in years past, especially in games like this. But these aren't even really USC's players. I mean, if you look at uh, Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison, Mario Williams, Austin Jones, Travis Dye, those guys have come from everywhere else. So if I were betting this game, um, I would take the over because I think it might go back and forth, much like that Fresno State-Oregon State game did a few weeks ago. Um, but I'm going to I'm gonna take six. Um, I'm going to take USC minus six in this game. I hope not to regret it, but I just think this is a different USC football team. Yeah, you know, I've been doubting USC as well, especially defensively. That's why I like the over, too. But uh, I think uh, USC covers here. Oregon State's got a, a good team, good offense. Uh, one thing to keep an eye on, their, their stadium is like half destroyed. They're doing like a stadium remodel, and they couldn't finish it before the season. So there's going to be like 20,000 people there, which to me is a disservice. I'd be so mad because I've been to games. There actually was telling somebody I was there. And they played when Keyshawn Johnson and USC came a long, long, long time ago. Uh, and it's a crazy environment, especially, you know, they got the chainsaw sound going, but only 20,000 people not going to do it for me. They should have made a deal with Oregon or something to play in their state. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Imagine? That wouldn't have gone over well. But uh, yeah, the half the half finished stadium, give the edge to the Trojans. Uh, next up, Wyoming going to BYU, at BYU a 22 point favorite. I'll take BYU. They have to come back from a, a bad loss against uh, Oregon. Wyoming doesn't have the offense to hang. I'll take BYU at home. Yeah, I'm going with BYU as well. Uh, I think they bounced back. They did not look good in that game, but uh, I think they were on their heels right out of the gig. So, yeah, give me uh, the Cougars. Number 13, Utah at Arizona State. Of course, the first uh, game since Herm Edwards was fired. Uh, Arizona State getting 15 points as the uh, home underdog. Yeah, I think Arizona State comes out fired up, but Utah's going to grind them down. That's the issue. So 15 is a lot of points for Utah to cover, but I'm still going to take the Utes. Uh, Arizona State maybe comes out strong and plays fired up, but I, I think over the length of a game, I'll take Utah. Yeah, give me Utah. I still think the more the more we've been removed, you know, that, that loss to Florida looking more like a little bit of a fluke, especially with the way it ended. You know, they had a ball, uh, the ball with a chance to win the game. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Utes. I, I still think that's USC's biggest hurdle to me right now, uh, at least at the regular season. They might have to play Oregon in the championship game. But, yeah, I think the Utes are standing in the way there. And last but not least, Stanford going to Washington in a game that I'll be watching at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> 13 and a half point favorites for the Huskies. Yeah, Washington sold me last week, Michigan State. They didn't muscle them. They, they kind of dismantled them the whole way. So, I'll take Washington in this game. I don't know what Stanford has going on. I don't know where they score points here. I don't know really 
the program is sort of just kind of milling around. I'm going to take Washington to cover 13 and a half. Yeah, and Washington, they're up to number 18. They got a sneaky good team. I mean, Michael Penix kind of fixed all the issues, and I think the Jimmy Lake fatigue was real. I think a lot of these guys, I mean, they didn't lose a ton of transfers. Uh, they did lose some talent, but they got guys in, and I, I think they got a good thing going there. But guess what? I'm taking Stanford. This is going to be a sleepy, boring game, I like a sleepy, boring score, and I'll find out on Sunday morning whether I was right or wrong because there's no way I'm watching uh, the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, give me the Cardinals. So that wraps it up. Be sure to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Finder Picks Every Week. Find it on the Commitment Issues feed as well. Uh, and you can find him on Twitter. So uh, follow Adam Gorney. Follow me. Thanks, Gorney. We'll be back next week with more picks.